Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Reading My Writings podcast, where we explore the imagination of a younger me. My name is McKay Nielsen. And I'm Jordan Hansen. Okay. I'll try to match your pause. <laughs> I'll try to match your pause. Well, it just takes a bit more breath for me right now. Mm-hmm. Anyway, welcome back uh, to the podcast. The pause was not intentional, just, I, I guess, something I decided to do then. Mm. And to make it more obvious, uh, Jordan repeated it. So there we go. Uh, just following your uh, lead. Do you want me to repeat a, a, like a quirky uh, thing you do? Yeah, I'd go for it. Okay, well, I'll, I'll I'll whip it out sometime during this episode. You'll you'll be amazed. You're planning on it. I'm looking forward to it. Okay. <clears throat> I don't know what quirks I have. You have no quirk. Oh no, I'm quirkless. Yeah, you're not going to my Hero Academia. Is that what it's called? Yeah. No, you're not going to UA. Oh yeah, it is called UA. Uh, Ultra. I don't know. Ultra Academy? Is it? I don't know. Mm. Nerd school. Yeah. Use your superpowers. Yeah. Um, anyway, welcome back. We, this is our first episode back, um, outside of the Kevin episode. Isn't that interesting? That is interesting. Oh my goodness. I already see you giving weird looks and I think it's because you're reading the material upside down a little bit. Uh, I would never, I would never do that. Oh, you can't be trusted, but do you have any idea what I'm going to read to you today? (laughs) No, I have no No. idea. (laughs) I mean, it looked... The, the what you pulled out looked as if you had unearthed it from some buried treasure of long ago. Well, that is slightly true because this is actually a recent finding. Uh-oh. I don't know if we spoke about it in a previous episode. That makes sense. I do remember um, you saying something like yeah. that. Yeah, I, I was, it was in my memory box, which I'm finding out maybe isn't a thing for most people. Is that not like a time capsule? No, it's just like a, it's basically where you put all your stuff from growing up or you know just like any time or memory worthy stuff so for me it was like all my baby clothes my my childhood blanket did it have your baby teeth in it um i think no there were some teeth in there though oh, <laughs> some teeth some teeth there was a, a tooth uh, child the tooth child yeah. <laughs> oh here i am oh my gosh <laughs> that, that was like child. that was like my favorite monster design yeah I, I was trying to veer away from what you were actually talking about, because oh. I don't think people will know. So I, I was making up a little... I'm the tooth child. Oh, gotcha. You know? But yeah, the tooth child from uh, Channel Zero is very creepy and very mm-hmm. uh, freaky looking. Oh, yeah. Check out that cool uh, that's, short TV series that's anthology. That's the first, first Halloween recommend of the season. Sure. <laughs> but yeah, I, I found this, and it's... I always have a, a lovely smile on my face when I find a new one. You know, I find a new writing or something, because you know what that means. What we can, we can uh, push this podcast uh, one episode longer. Heck yeah! So, I just assume we, at the end of this episode we'll pivot, or not the end of the episode. When you have no more writings, we'll pivot to something else. We'll we'll definitely switch over to something, and I definitely have more recent writings we can dip into yeah but i don't think those are what people are interested no i want the funny cringy give me the cringe you want the cringe yes i want the cringe the cringe poppy yes here it is oh yeah give me the cringe we're reading it today oh what are we reading what is the title yeah that that is where i i'm not sure It, it for sure is gonna have this word in it um we are reading trek uh not not shrek not that's what i heard so no not shrek 
Not Shrek. Give your best Shrek impression. Get out of my swamp. <laughs> it's pretty good. Donkey. Is that good? Sure, the size, but what of the location? Oh, goodness. <laughs> I think we both sound like know. two old women who own like a house made of candy who are luring Hansel and Gretel. Ooh, probably. Yeah. That's going to happen. It's... Wait. <laughs> what? Is that another story on the horizon? No, I, I was going to say that's going to happen at some point. Like, that's just... That's our natural evolution of life. That's the depth for gays specifically. No, that, no, (laughs) that, that, that's, no. We'll retire, become spinsters and lure. That's that's more of what I meant is that we'll just weird old people. Oh, yeah. I wasn't trying to be like creepy old, like we're not, we're not going to make a house of candy. Got you. I, I, I definitely, I can barely stand to live in a house made of regular materials. Yeah. I, I wouldn't want them to be uh, edible. Edible, no. Mm-hmm. Yeah, not for a long and term too, anyway. Not for a long term. Well, yeah. I mean, the Utah weather would be very <laughs> unkind to a house made of candy. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, let us get into, tr- let's call it Trek memories. All right, let's do it. And in case my... I'm saying the word Trek, T-R-E-K. Yeah, like Star Trek. Exactly. That's probably the most uh, mainstream way for other people to understand. Right. Because to me, to me and you, that word is like, oh yeah, Trek. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You've gone on Trek. Oh have yeah. You've gone on Trek. Are you? I have. Are Are you going to describe it, or should I describe kind of what Trek is? No, I was going to describe it. So let me explain to you what Trek is and why anyone in Utah for the majority, is going to know what it is as well. So Trek is this summer, you know, five days to week-long event that Utah slash Mormons do, and it's a uh, it's a Utah Mormon cosplay of sorts. Cam- camp slash almost escape room. <laughs> yeah, I can see that. It's an escape room of sorts because um, you, you you're literally following in the the steps on the trails of uh, U- Mor- Mormon pioneers, I guess. I don't know. I-, I think, I don't know if they were all Mormon, but I, they're, and we're talking about the Willie and Martin handcart companies. Um, and they, uh, they took handcarts across some parts of, I don't know, the, the States. And they trekked, didn't they? They walked and walked and walked. <laughs> Yeah, I heard they sang as they walked and walked and walked and walked and walked. They also died. Yeah, that too. I was referencing the song, though. <laughs> no, yeah. I was. I was, too. They, I just, they don't say they died in the song. No, no, I'm saying that's what I was referencing when I say they walked and walked. Oh, I, okay. I know the song. That'd be a very grim turn to the song, like, pioneers died as they walked. Well, they did. I know they did, but that'd be a very grim primary song. Yeah, it'd be very sad, but yeah. it's a... It's a very well-known thing for Mormons, especially uh, more Utah Mormons, I, th- I think. Yeah, I don't imagine there's a lot of Trek outside of our state. I, I, I imagine there's some, because I, I imagine war, uh, groups of people out of state, or like maybe close by, have the funds and means to... Like come to Utah to do it? Well, is it in Utah? Because I think it's out of state. I don't remember. I, I don't think you think I drove I think that cro- far to go. I think you cross into Utah, but you like huh. you literally go. Let's see if I can. Let's see, like one of the people, and you cosplay as people. Not only not only you cosplaying. I did. Did you not? 
You cosplayed as a real person? I was like a real person. I what? was br- Peter Howard McBride. Oh, uh, no, I wasn't a person. I was just me in a pioneer garb. Yeah, so you have pioneer garb, so that's going to be like a kind of a... Like a, f- a farmer. Like a, yeah, like a, like a farmer is basically what you dress up as. And you uh, wear like kind of a flowy button-up shirt, pants and overalls. Straw hat, my favorite part. Probably the straightest I've ever looked. <laughs> I doubt it. <laughs> I, you found a way to make... You found a way. You know, you called me out on it. I had this really big, like, sun hat with a cute uh, handkerchief that I wore around, like, the top. And you prob- Yeah, you probably insisted your family picked the pink handkerchief. Oh, my goodness. You probably wore the apron for a bit, you know. You know, you probably pro- did. Did you uh, play with the family babies? Ew, What? <laughs> You had family babies? Did you not get assigned babies? No. What? Jordan, oh my gosh, you did not live this. No, the worst so, thing. No, what? So as you, so you're assigned a family. Yeah. I'm explaining to listeners, I think this is interesting because this is bizarre and it's, it was an interesting experience that I, yeah. I had the opportunity to do twice, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, so you get assigned a family of people in your, uh neighborhood slash ward yeah i did that uh, i love i still in contact with my mom love my mom yeah mom pa you mean yeah <laughs> your mom pa yeah and you for me uh you you get like colored bandanas just so you can like point each other out in a in the group you know like if you get down in the trail a bit you can see oh there's the yellow there are the, i mean i had light blue oh there are the light blue handkerchiefs like i need to catch up with them mm. um but also, not only would you get assigned to people, and it was like a mishmash of different age groups, and so you kind of like did act like a family a bit, but you also got, for me, you got fake babies that you would carry and had to take care of the whole trip. That's wild. I know. Yeah, so there were these dolls, and they were all dressed up, and they were assigned names. They were assigned names of actual living babies that were part of this... This is taking a turn for the dark. This Of this weird historical experience. And uh, one of, the one I remember the most is Baby Ephraimine. Is that just a feminized version of Ephraim? That, that was her name, but yeah. Oh. The, hmm. Like a, the female version of Ephraim. Ephraimine. Yeah. And oh my gosh, I loved her. <laughs> I, I tended to her every need. And... Um, instead of pushing the handcart full of our our stuff and our supplies, I took care of this fake little baby. Oh, a real stay-at-home dad. Um, let's read into some of the... You're probably... This is all great, all reminiscing, but here are some of the writings I took during one of the treks. This is in the trek journal, or little handout they gave us. So, let's see. So here is an explanation of day one. I'm only going to read parts of this journal because it uh, has some people in it. And I'm going to do it in an accent. Before I get into it, this is actually Trek 2007. Um, so how old was I? 94, 6. I think Shrek actually came out in 2002. <laughs> Shut up. Or... No, Shrek's a classic. It's, it's, age, it's aging like a fine freaking wine. Thank you very much. Fine green wine. 2001. I'm sorry. Oh, sp- Shrek Odyssey. Yes. Um, <laughs> but yeah, this is 2007, so I was about six plus seven. I was 12. So I was, imagine a 12 year old dressed up in weird farmer looking pioneer garb 
holding a fake baby, singing, following a multitude of handcarts and other people dressed just like me. Dear Journal, Day 1. The first day was very hot, but tomorrow will be hotter. I miss my family and friends. I'm not sure I can make it tomorrow, but I've got to try. So this is weird because this is an actual me journal. This isn't like me putting on a character. This is a 12-year-old saying, I hope I can make it tomorrow, Yeah, I, but I've got to try. That's really weird. Because it is, you're in the hot summer days on a, tra- on a trail p- pulling a handcart. I mean, luckily I was one of the small twig ones and like baby baby boys, right? And so I, I, I had my older si- quote-unquote siblings push and pull the handcarts. Um, but it was still super hot, and it's a lot of walking, miles and miles. I sleep in a big tent with a group of boys. I also have a baby girl named Ephraimane. So cute. Tomorrow I'm walking seven to ten miles. Man, I'll be exhausted when I get home. I love my family and friends. Until tomorrow. <laughs> Also, I realize, yeah, I'm not playing a character, but I'm doing this accent anyway. Whatever. It's fine. Mm, mm-hmm. All right. Continuation of day one. This is my, my, my friend and I are going to listen in on the girls' tents. <laughs> Me and my friend have a secret knock, and we're going to sneak out during the night. Our first attempt failed, but in the end, we were too tired, so we went to bed. It was hard to sleep because some girls kept farting the whole night. <laughs> what? That's so rude. Never tell. Ne- never tell. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I, I only confided in my, as you can attest, my very aged looking paper. Right. They, and... they aged it up so it looked like a proper, you know, pioneer's right. text. We square danced and ate sloppy joes. Those are real good. It's really cold. As we wake up, but we ate eggs, bacon, and pancakes. But yeah, I it was. I remember trying to like sneak out. Why was I listening on the girls' tent? I don't know. I was trying to kind of maybe assimilate myself into that, uh, you know, like troublemaker. You know, the the role of a troublemaker. That makes sense. I don't know. They they gossiped. They talked about weird things. I did hear some weird things, but I, I cannot say on the podcast. All right. And then day, th- we're skipping to day three. <clears throat> Not everything I wrote was interesting. Like, you know. Uh, so on day, day three, we had to watch all the girls push and pull our handcarts up the big hill. It was very hard for me to watch. I almost cried. They did. We then had lunch. Many babies died. I felt sad. That was very sad. Yeah, jeez. Yeah, they would have us. So, his, for story-wise, um, certain babies in each of the family got assigned, like, death. And so it's like, oh, those ones died. And we had to set them aside on the side of the trail. And we just, like, put a little a little blanket over the fake baby and set him on the side of the, the dusty trail. And I assume, like, a worker later on would pick it up and, like, deposit it somewhere. Jeez. <laughs> yeah, it, it was rough, man. And then let's let's get into this the meat of this here. So that was some interesting stuff to show you ha- a little bit of Trek. 
it's mostly walking and at times you'll stop and have like a spiritual thought or you know historical lesson about what point in the in the the journey you are at did you ever have to eat a hard tech yeah and they also made us eat gruel ew they they mixed water with flour and then made us eat it i remember one night we had kfc are you is that the same night because uh, yeah, that's I what think... they did with us is they did a fake out where they made us. They're like, here's your meal. Yeah. What's this? It's gruel. That's what they ate. And like everyone was like, there are so many people crying because it was like so disgusting. And then they brought out spaghetti and meatballs and uh-huh. garlic bread. Oh, yum. But they had KFC somehow. <laughs> yeah, they brought a bunch of KFC. Did you actually, I don't know if you did the actual trail. Did you just like walk like the... We, like at a park? Okay, well, okay, let's confirm this. Was there a part in your trail where you had to walk through water? Yeah, like an actual river. Yeah. Okay, I think we did the same trail. How did you get KFC? This is miles and miles away from any transportation. Well, there's a point where you can just drive up. Like, there was, like, some of our camps just, like... You guys cheated! <laughs> oh, my gosh. We had to cook out of little pots and fires. Oh, no, we didn't I mean, we had grills. But no, they just like had usually had KFC. people like yeah. Wow, that's immersive. <laughs> just like the pioneers did. No, they I'm, had... I'm I'm just I'm jealous. Yeah. All right, so let's get into uh, my 2007 trek experience. Within this journal, I also wrote a song, and this is mainly what I wanted to get into. <clears throat> I call it my song. You microwave sand. And then you get glass, you get someone mad, and they kick your butt. Oh my goodness. (laughs) How in the world can a tree come from a nut? (laughs) (laughs) With tree bark, you can make rubber. What? Is that true? This is... This is all going to be very highly inaccurate, and mm. it's probably all these processes are probably more complicated, but you, you'll see what point I'm getting at. Got it. With tree bark, you can make rubber. Eat too many cookies, you produce blubber. <laughs> <laughs> and if you're as curious as Robin Williams in Flubber, <laughs> then you just remember or remember. That everything around you was made by God. Oh my goodness. Oh yes, it's true. He made all this for me and you. This is like straight off of EFY 2019 or something. My goodness. He made blood red. He made skies blue. He made all this for me and you. Oh my gosh. Good job, babe. Thank you. Yeah, I decided to write that. I was just appreciating the nature and all the all the things that have come into life. And also had a flubber, Robin Williams flubber joke, I guess. A very underrated film. I think I need to watch it again because I don't. Re- I only remember the part where the, the, the various green blobs are dancing with each other. <laughs> That's a good part. Anyway, that was it. oh dang that's pretty cool yeah and there's a I mean there's a bit I could read from a different trek um, but the only interesting part was the ride there I can tell you an activity we did to uh, kill time oh what'd you do 
So on the so we took a bus to get there, and it was like it took several hours to get to wherever we were. My favorite part about today was the bus ride. We threw licked fruit snacks at passing semi trucks. <laughs> so what we we got we would get fruit snacks, and me and my friends would lick them so they'd get sticky and wet. And then we threw them at semi trucks that passed by our bus. You and, scoundrels! And they would stick to the side. Oh my goodness! And there's points where we'd get like at least five or so different fruit snacks tr- uh, stuck to a semi. It was so much fun. You absolute rapscallions! <laughs> um, and me and my friend also, and people probably hated our guts, but we seriously saying the entirety of 100 bottles of beer on the wall oh i hate you oh my goodness (laughs) yeah we we sang it and finished the whole thing so that's dedication does the last verse go no more bottles of beer on the wall i don't know i also did you change it to root beer or something no i for the flow of the song i think we just did beer oh we weren't prudes i don't know you Let's see, 99 bottles of root beer on the wall? No, that would that'd mess up the whole flow. Coke? No, I'm pr- I, wrote, I wrote the beer on in my, my journal, so mm. I, I, I'm sure we just sang it and it was fine. I don't know if anybody I didn't, questioned we, it. We're like, it's root beer, thank you very much. All right, but it's a hypothetical song. I'm not actually passing down all these bottles. Yeah. Did you ever try apple beer? I'm not a fan. Oh, that was really good. Not a, not a fear of any of the beers, to be, to be honest. I mean... The closest I could get is a, a cold, frosty mug of root beer from like A and W. Yeah, that's been that's always been good. Mm. It's always when it's like a frosty mug of it. Like I don't know, there's just something about that. But as far as other beers go, eh. Mm. Okay, you know I've got to switch it up fifty fifty actually because butter beer from uh, Harry Potter World's actually quite good. Ooh, winning you over. But real beer is not... That's gross. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it is. Anyway, there is Trek. Is it weird? Yes, it is. Did you think... Did you go on Trek? Did you have embarrassing little weird songs you made in your little Trek journals? Let us know. Will do. And let us know there at... Did your baby die? Did you bury it on the side of the road? Jeez. Uh... Let us know on Twitter at ReadWritePod, uh, Facebook, Reading My Writings, Instagram, Reading My Writings, and our website is ReadWritePod.com for the full archive. Send us an email at ReadWritePod at gmail.com. Yeah, do all those things, you goober. <laughs> um, I didn't end up uh, doing a Jordan, a quirky Jordan uh, speaking thing, but uh, we'll save that for next episode. I, I'm quirkless, I tell you. Mm. <laughs> Nah. Oh, okay. You're cute. Thanks. You're um, cute, too. So, yeah. Uh, my name's McKay Nielsen. My name's Jordan Hansen. Be happy and stay creative. Bye. Bye. Bye.